You have found the Behind the Lines podcast presented by BetMGM. Steven Andrus here, managing editor of thelines.com, joined every Monday by Christian Cipollini, sports trader at BetMGM. We're going to look at the biggest public wins, the biggest public losses of week three, talk about some of the big storylines heading into week four, also look at the opening lines and a couple of the early bets I have already locked into my own personal account for week number four. Christian, how are you? Did you enjoy the football week three? Another great week, yeah. Uh, another winning week for the book, but there was a, a couple a couple public wins here and there. Public hit a few, but book ended up on top again. That's three straight wins now then for the book to start the year yeah. for sure. So a tough start for the public here. So what? let's start with the positive though for the betting public. What were some of the biggest public wins in week number three? Yeah, two, two big ones to highlight. Um, the first one being the Baltimore Ravens of the Patriots. We had about 85% of our money was on Baltimore. Uh, wasn't writing a ton of Patriot bets, although the line did swing into the Patriots' favor. It started at uh, minus three to the Ravens and it went to two and a half, but, but Patriots couldn't close it out and the public got a win there. Um, the other game of a public win that we had was the Bengals jets. Same thing. Just couldn't really write a jets ticket. Bengals money all the way about 90% of our bets. So two big ones for the, public. there you go. Not always the sharp money that wins every single week here. That's for sure. So that's that was certainly the case, it seemed, with the Baltimore game, with that line moving from three to two and a half in the middle of the week. Uh, how about the biggest public losses in week number three? Yeah, the, the biggest one that we had in our most most money that we had bet on in the one o'clock or the earlier slate was that Kansas City Chiefs Colts game where, uh, again, we couldn't write a Colts ticket. Ninety three percent of the money line bets, 87 percent of the spread bets were all on the Chiefs. No one on the Colts and uh, Colts pulled that one out. The other one, um, Bills Dolphins, uh, that was a little bit closer on the public. About 70 percent was on the Bills. Um, so another big one for the book. And then finally, uh, Jags Chargers. Um, I, even with Herbert's injury, um, we were still taking Chargers money, which I was kind of surprised by. But Jaguars hit there, which was a big help for the book. Yeah, I was the dope that bet on the Chargers immediately when Herbert was announced as active and they get freaking throttled in that game. So bad news for me there. Christian, let's hop into Monday Night Football now with the Cowboys and the New York Giants. Cooper Rush against Daniel Jones in the quarterback battle. Anything in this game that could sway the outcome for the book this week or are you guys locked in to a winning week? And then uh, also let us know where, where the, the money's coming in in this game. Yeah, we're we're pretty close to 50 50 i think about 55 percent on the giants a little bit more giants money um just because they've looked good two and oh and against cooper rush but uh as of right now probably not anything that would really sway the weekend so i have a couple props in this one you can find that on our youtube channel here and uh and, and check out who i'm playing here in terms of player props for monday night football but um, let's talk a little bit here about the Sunday night football game, Christian, where you were talking about, um, you know, public losses and that game, not only with the 11, 10 final low scoring game, but as we know, primetime games, Island games get a lot of money towards the over. We've seen a growing trend here this year where, uh, through two weeks, 67% of games have gone under there at least by my count eight maybe more games go under in week three when that happens that's that's really good for the book right 
Yeah. So last night's a great example of that. Um, our money was pretty close to 50-50, so it wasn't going to be a big winner or loser either way in a normal high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. But it ended up being a pretty big win for the book because of all these other prop bets that don't hit, touchdown scorers, uh, you know, most people bet overs on a lot of these props. So when we have a really low scoring game like that, it ends up being uh, pretty huge for the book. And the primetime games, we always take a lot more money. Uh, we got about double the money on the primetime game than we did on our next highest scoring game of the, the week, which was uh, Chiefs-Colts. So, so when we have a super low scoring game, which I think two of our three so far, uh, that Seahawks-Broncos game early and then this one, um, we've had a couple of low scoring ones. So those are always just huge for the book because all those prop money comes in for us. Yeah. Great insight, potentially valuable information for you guys out there when you're trying to handicap these games and, and maybe not going so over crazy on, on your props and your parlays um, and your same game parlays as well. Let's go to week number four of the National Football League, and we're going to look at opening lines from BetMGM. I'll share a couple of early bets I have made, and we're going to talk about one of the bigger storylines as well to get the perspective on the book of a team that is rising quickly up everybody's power rankings. Uh, But first, Christian, let's start with the Thursday night football game opening odds at BetMGM. Yeah, it should be be a good one. The Red Hot Fins uh, at the Bengals. Right now, the Bengals open up as three-point favorites, and the total is 47.5. Yeah, interesting there that despite the the early season struggles for the Bengals, didn't particularly look all that crisp against the New York Jets. T. Higgins looks like he might have another concussion. I would expect he's not going to be able to play on a short week after having um, you know his second concussion here. So very interesting that the Bengals are still – around a field goal favorite in this one against the Miami Dolphins, a team that's been getting a lot of buzz. And, um, you know, frankly, I will say pretty darn lucky to win against the Buffalo Bills when they get an opponent run 90 plays and they only run 39 on offense and they somehow still win that game. So I can understand why Ken Dorsey was up in the box, just like throwing a fit and breaking shit and, and throwing stuff all over the place. So, um, yeah, I can understand that, but it, a very intriguing line for sure. I think it might surprise a lot of people to see that the Bengals are a three-point favorite in that one. Uh, let's move ahead to the early window in week four and, and let us know the openers here. Yeah, we have a, a London game, uh, Saints hey. Vikings, 9.30 a.m. Vikings are two-and-a-half-point favorites, and that totals 43-and-a-half. Under the one o'clock, so we have Titans at Colts. Colts are three-and-a-half-point favorites, total 43-and-a-half. Bears at Giants. Giants are three-point favorites, total 39-and-a-half. Bills at Ravens. Bills are three-point favorites, total 53-and-a-half. Chargers at Texans. Chargers are road favorites, six-and-a-half points, total 46-and-a-half. Seahawks at the Lions. Lions are six-and-a-half-point favorites, total 49-and-a-half. Jets Steelers. Jets are, are Steelers are three and a half point favorites at home. That total 41 and a half. Uh, Commanders at the Cowboys. Cowboys are three point favorites, total 42 and a half. Browns at Falcons. Brown open up as three point road favorites, total 48. And finally, from the one o'clock, Jags at Eagles. Eagles open up as seven point favorites with that total 48 and a half. You're listening to the Lines.com Podcast Network. Looking for the latest player props and the best betting odds from the top U.S. sportsbooks all in one place? 
Then join us right here every day this season for free picks and best bets from the sports betting experts you can trust. Check out the lines.com NFL Megapod as Matt Brown, Steven Andrus, and Adam Candy break down every game for this weekend's football slate. Join the Coast to Coast podcast crew Mondays through Fridays as Nate Weitzer and Josh Lander bring you the best player props and game lines for Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NFL. And tune in to Beat the Closing Line twice a week as Nicole Russo, Mo Nawara, and Eli Hershkovich dive into NFL opening lines, plus special guests from the sports betting world. So subscribe, rate, and review to the Lines Podcast Network, the source you can trust to make you a better sports better. I'm going to ask you about the Eagles here in just a moment, but one of the early week bets I have locked in is the Buffalo Bills minus three at Baltimore. This was down to the key number of three from four on the look ahead. And I thought that I'm, I have no problem with kind of drawing a line through that Bills performance, running 90 plays and only scoring 19 points against Miami in 100 degree heat down in South Florida. Uh, I think that this is a bit of an overreaction to Baltimore um, playing well the last couple of weeks offensively granted, but they did it against the Patriots defense and the Dolphins defense. I think the Bills defense is going to be a much stiffer test. And most importantly, I think that the Ravens defense has been pretty poor the past two weeks. They have been gashed defensively. Now, most recently by the New England Patriots, who don't have a ton of weapons. They gave up more than seven yards per play against the New England Patriots. I think the Buffalo Bills are going to do even more damage to that defense that's banged up, that's not playing well. Um, And I I expect the Bills to score a lot of points and win this game. So uh, getting this down to three, an extra point from the look ahead was was pretty enticing to me. So I bet it uh, early on. You mentioned the Philadelphia Eagles, Christian. Uh, touchdown favorite against the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is a team that is rising up everybody's rankings. They are now either just very slightly behind as the second choice in the NFC futures, or they are the favorite, depending on where you look. Uh, Is this justified? And how many teams would you have the Eagles as an underdog against on a neutral field at this point? Uh, for sure, Bills and Chiefs uh, in the AFC that they would. But after that, it gets it gets pretty tight. Uh, right now for the NFC, we have the uh, Packers, Bucks, and Eagles, all three, same odds, all three you know, co-favorites to win that division. Where the Eagles probably get a little bit of a bump, though, is due to their, their schedule and more. They have a super easy schedule the rest of the way, so it looks like they'd have a, a better shot at that one seed in that first round bye, which gives them a bit of an edge. On a neutral field, it, it'd be close, at probably a, a slight lean to the Packers or Bucks, uh, neutral, but it would definitely be close. I mean, the Eagles look really good, beating up on good teams. So, And we were looking at the schedule here before we started recording and wondering, like, where on this schedule are they going to be an underdog rest of the season? Next few weeks before their bye, home against Jacksonville at Arizona, home against Dallas. We'll see if Dak's playing in that game or not. And then if you look at the rest of their schedule in terms of projected playoff teams, you know, maybe week 11 at Indianapolis, week 12 home against Green Bay. But that game's at home. Do you anticipate them being an underdog in any game the rest of the season? It doesn't look like it. The closest one would be that Packers game. But as we said, on a neutral field, it'd be close, probably a slight lean to the Packers. So Eagles at home, they'd probably still be a point or two favorite there. So yeah, at this point, barring any changes, I'd say they're favorites in every game the rest of the way. 
And then Jalen Hurts has also coincided with this rise, not only for the team futures, but his MVP futures as well. He was, you know, around 55 to one when I bet him the night they traded for A.J. Brown. Uh, From what I'm seeing now, he is not too far behind Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes here in terms of the futures. Uh, You know, this is this is a guy who has in terms of pro football focus, the only quarterback through three weeks who has not had a turnover worthy play. For those that don't know what that means, it means that sometimes there's a pass that should have been intercepted or a play that should have been a fumble. Uh, He hasn't had any of those yet. So it's not just luck. It's been total skill from Jalen Hurts here. Um, how are you looking in terms of, of odds for MVP here? And and I know that this is a, a huge rise up the board through three weeks for a guy like this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right now we have him as the fourth favorite. Um, I mean, he does a lot with his legs. And like you said, he's he's made almost no mistakes at this point. So he's he's been rising up. Um, I mean, Josh Allen is, is still going to be tough to beat. He's, you know, one that's kind of been there a few times. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it'll, it'll all depend on if he can keep, if he can keep this up, he'll be, Absolutely in the conversation. Absolutely in the top three by the end, by the end of the season. So you got Allen Mahomes, and then who's the other guy ahead of Lamar. him? Lamar. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that makes sense. He's been torching it as well. He's been incredible, and also a, a, already has won the MVP award. So we know he can do it. So that makes that makes a lot of sense there. Um, okay, so we, we've gone through the early slate here. We talked about the Eagles as well. Let's look at the late slate of games for Week Number Four and the opening odds at BetMGM. All right, Cardinals at uh, Panthers. Panthers open up as one-and-a-half-point favorites at total 44-and-a-half. Broncos at Raiders. Raiders open up as two-point favorites at total 44. Patriots at Packers. Packers are 10-and-a-half-point favorites with the Mac Jones news at total 41. And finally, for the Sunday night game, Chiefs at Bucks. Chiefs three-point favorites on the road, total 45-and-a-half. That number, I haven't bet it yet. That's the game that's interesting to me with, you know, I f- believe the summer line on that, the opener was was Bucks minus two and a half. And now we're back all the way the other way with Kansas City being a three point road favorite. And I understand why. But if the Bucks get their pass catchers back in this game, Mike Evans will definitely be back from suspension. We'll see about Chris Godwin and Julio Jones. If those guys are back then you have to draw a line through what this offense has looked like without them. That's just not who they are. They ha- obviously have a, a very strong defense. They lost, but only allowed 14 points to the Green Bay Packers. Um, so if those guys are back, I, I highly doubt that might be strong, but I'd be, I'd be surprised if this stays on the key number of three. I'll, I'll put it that way. Uh, all right, Monday night football for week number four. Yeah, back-to-back primetime for the 49ers. Rams at Niners. Niners are currently two-point favorites, and that totals 44. Wow, interesting. I mean, that that to me shows that there's a little bit of doubt with what the L.A. Rams are putting out there because, I mean, the 49ers are a strong roster. I, I know what they've done against the Rams in past years, but that offense is not clicking, Christian. No, for sure. It didn't look like it last night. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we'll see what that line does. I, I think we're around a, a point or two on the look ahead, so it's it's not too far off from from where that was. And uh, yeah, Jimmy G, please don't step out of the end zone this this week because you cost me some money stepping out and pulling a Dan Orlovsky on Sunday Night Football. So you might have saved him though. It's about about to be a pick six. So. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. I know. You know, no, it'd be nice. A quarterback who could do neither. That'd be cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Oh, my goodness. Uh, life as a Niners fan. Uh, Christian, as always, thank you so much for the fantastic insight here. Uh, looking back at week three, looking ahead to week four. And for all the rest of our NFL content, go to lines.com. Uh, click on that Discord button in the top right-hand corner. Join our community, having great conversations. Our lead writer, Eli Hershkovitz, is already locked in a bet for the London game this week between the Saints and the Vikings. You can find that over on our Discord channel. And best of luck in week number four. <laughs>